0: In non-essentials, liberty. In all things, charity. Now here is this week's guest host, Michael Davis.
1: Thank you, Rachel. This is Michael Davis. I am the assistant stated clerk sitting in for Dean Weaver. I know some of you may be expecting him, but I uh, I took over for him. (laughs) And this week, we will be uh, just having a, a short word, a few minutes of thoughts around Thanksgiving. Everyone is preparing to be with family. Everyone is going to be sitting at the table sharing food, thoughts, memories, and some are good memories, uh, but then some will look around the table and remember those that are not with them anymore. So I just want to encourage and exhort as you listen from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 17, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I'm going to read that again. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It is this idea that when we attach thanksgiving to our lives and our circumstances, all of our circumstances, Paul here is writing as one who has suffered. Uh, A lot of his circumstances have been at the hands of those who are his opposers, being in prison, And so it is particularly interesting that he says rejoice always. When you think about that, it can seem as if it is dismissing moments of grief, dismissing the human element that all of us have to feel when it is moments where we're not incredibly grateful. But I don't think Paul is trying to dismiss that. I think what he is doing to his readers is trying to reorient their hearts and their minds That it may not be fixed on the primary issue, but fixed on Jesus, who is the author, the finisher, and the perfecter of our faith. And so when you think about rejoicing always, it is moments in where you may want to give up. Thanksgiving weekend is not exciting for you. Ministry has been incredibly difficult. You are probably trying to recover from the last couple years. You may be in a great space, but the fact that you can rejoice means that you also simultaneously are giving thanks. So that's one rejoice always, and then give thanks. Why? Because of God's grace. What we, if we delve deeper into what Paul is addressing and the reason why we give thanksgiving is because of the grace and the mercy we experience from God. This has been a, a mode in which they offered thanksgiving in ways that they sacrificed things. That is, the people of Israel up until this day. But the sacrifice of praise is something that we do even in circumstances where it causes us to reflect on those things that we're not incredibly grateful for. So how do we give thanks? We give thanks by one, remembering the grace of God. Two, remembering the goodness of God. The grace of God covers you in moments where you least expect it. Moments where you don't deserve it. And goodness, as Psalm 23 says, it follows you all the days of your life. And that is the blessing in which we give thanks. But it says in all circumstances. Why does it say give thanks in all circumstances? Well, that is primarily because no matter what you are going through, no matter what the circumstance is, God is orchestrating it according to his will. Think about the theme or the title of this podcast because all things work together for his. You say it. That's right. So let me just go back just a little bit because you may think, oh, he skipped 17. Pray without ceasing. I want you to think about what it means to pray without ceasing. A lot of times we think about contemplative practices. We think about worship in moments in which we pray as primarily silent. But I remember when Paul says in Romans 8 that we too will groan with all creation. What it says then is that. The idea of groaning, the idea of wailing, the idea of in your prayer, being loud and being animated, that's it, being loud, wailing before God and being animated. Because sometimes when circumstances are difficult, we think we have to calm ourselves down. But I'll tell you from a personal story, every time around October to Christmas, October 21st, 2009, my mother passed away unexpectedly. When I walked into the hospital room after the chaplain had spoke to us, I wailed before God. No words could explain the pain. Nothing could, I couldn't even articulate anything. And the reality is, in all of my wailing and groaning in that moment, as my pastor held me in his arms, was a sign that I was praying and crying out to God because he was my only help in the moment. He was the only person that I could run to. And I could tell you right before that, I, I was praying that God will heal her and bring her back. But if I think about all circumstances for God's will, that moment sits with me. And that's where I have to continue to pray without ceasing, no matter, no matter the circumstance, no matter how difficult it is because the one who is God of all creation will never change. He will always be the same as he was yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is a God that will always care for us in moments where we don't enjoy being cared for because we have been so hurt. And he's a God that reminds us that to rejoice, is giving thanks to trust in God's grace is to give thanks to know that his goodness follows you all the days of your life is to give thanks and to know that his will is being worked out in every circumstance is to give thanks. And as Paul is writing to these people, his purpose is to remind them throughout this time that yes, circumstances will be difficult, but don't stop rejoicing. Don't stop relying on his grace. Keep trusting in his goodness and know that his will is for all of humanity to know his glory and for you who trust in him to know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Take a moment to wail before God, to groan before God now. Take a moment to cry out to him in that practice. But then also, as you are sitting with family, as you are around others, Take that moment to rejoice, give God thanks, praise his name, lift him up, and allow that time to be a proclamation of the love of Jesus Christ that he has for us. And as we always end the podcast with Colossians 1 15 through 18, where it says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for in him all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together and he is the head of the body, the church, trusting him in all things.
0: Thank you again for joining us we hope you will join us for our next episode of in all things for more information about the evangelical presbyterian church including a directory of local churches online resources and much more visit our website at www.epc.org i'm rachel joseph i pray you have an overwhelming sense of god's presence in all things today